very good evening to one and all uh today is a very special evening for us since we have uh, purnima arun with us from marudam farm school and um, i think uh, we are going to have an altogether different experience thanks to helios educor for being a partner uh i'll just tell you a little about uh, the speaker today about purnima but i think when she speaks and when she expresses herself and with the kind of work she's doing you'll have a better idea though uh she's done her msc bed and a diploma in counseling she's a special educationist uh, a multilingual punk person knows malayalam english hindi tamil and uh, her special interest lies in dance music a very very versatile person she is herself been educated at different schools since her father was in the banking sector so she went to normally to kendriya vidyalayas of various parts of our country she graduated from physics from parle college bombay and then did her masters in solid state in physics from royal institute of science mumbai and during her college days she volunteered and joined campaign against child labor and that's from where her passion starts she was with alcott memorial high school and it was primarily focusing on the fishing community therein thereafter she did a lot of work with child safety employment generation also worked on with the ex students replacing kerosene lamps with solar lanterns and at present she is with marudam farm school which is unique in its own way like you saw the video is the forest way is involved in a foresting the sacred arunachal hills they are running an organic farm there as a founder member and head teacher it's it started the school started with 20 children today it has 120 children she works with various organizations among which aziz premji foundation is one she does a lot of work in alternative education she is also about to start a weaving center to provide employment to the women of local village uh, so without and i'm dr madhuri parthi i am a director with the rabi foundation i have been with sri ram i have been with the educomp as a vice president i have been uh, a principal with rain international group of schools so i think i'll not talk much about me that should be enough so over to you purnima next 30 minutes all yours and we definitely like to know what all you have been doing over to purnima thank thank you uh, madhuri it was a beautiful introduction <laughs> nice and nice to know a little bit about you <laughs> okay so uh, <clears throat> so what is uh, very important in marudam is uh, about our school is as you have seen there is a diversity yeah. and uh, the diversity is across the social and the economic as well as cultural backgrounds 
So in that way, uh, because of the school where we are located in Tiruvannamalai, actually when we meant by community, we are in a farmland. We are, sub uh, we are actually in a village, but we are closer to the uh, town by about six kilometers. So we have diverse uh, people here studying, you know, as you've seen in the video, uh, coming from all over uh, the world to local farmers, to villagers, to coolie workers plus the town uh, children, you know, plus a lot of alternate parents who've chosen to come to Marudam from various parts of uh, even Tamil Nadu. Like there are parents who come from Pondicherry just to put their children here. So who are in search of something more meaningful for their children in an education. So for us, from the beginning, it's been very important that we design our curriculum uh, child-centered but also taking into account children. And uh, I also feel the teachers are also similarly from very diverse backgrounds. What's very nice about our place is it's very alive. <laughs> That's why I chose that theme also, you know, meeting life in Marudam, because it's alive with a lot of diversity and questions. Along with that, we are in an ecosystem with snakes and insects and cows and it's a running farm. So there are chicken, there are cocks, there are cats. Uh, plus there are lots of birds uh, living here. We have also the monitor lizard in the school. We have wild hare. So it's kind of, although it's in a farmland because we've constantly allowed for species to be living with us. So typically you have uh, dogs coming to our classrooms and we have bats in my classroom now where we are taking care of the bats behind the clock. So children also learn how to take care of species, other living beings along with themselves. So it's a co-relationship of learning together. Yeah. So uh, what is interesting in our journey is that we do, we are recognized under the state government till the standard five and we've extended to eight standard, but we are an open school after 10th, 11th and 12th, where children also study in their own medium, which is Tamil, plus they have NIOS, which is National Institute of Open Schooling, plus they also take exams in the IGCC scheme, which is the Cambridge, so various children according to their needs, are into the open school system once they have completed their eight standards. So uh, till 10th, we don't have exams. But then after that, too, some parents might opt not to do exams with it for the children. So that's also okay by us. Uh, <clears throat> so what was very interesting for us in this journey together is how do we design a program where various skills of children are taken into account. And what is interesting as educators for us, that we really looked at seven areas. One, primarily we looked at relationships. So our, our kindergarten, typically, which is from 8.30 to 1.30, a lot of socializing happens through free play, observations of nature, cooking together, cleaning together and things like that till the age of five and a half. And then after six, we do formal um, writing and reading. We don't do till six. Uh, and this is a very conscious decision that we take in. Uh, they are introduced to other kinds of uh, learning, 
but uh, uh, of of counting and uh, spatial uh, learnings and then growing a garden and things like that so pedagogically pedagogically we are a mixed age group uh, so we have 2 2 3 3 years learning together right across the school till the 12th grade so you've got the 11th and 12th together along with the 10th standard some of the students so it's never that they are separated in classrooms like the first standard second standard third standard the first and second are together the third fourth fifth are together it's like that you know the mixed age groups so which works very well because if a child has like little bit of gaps in learning they always get to revisit and the child who is moving a little bit ahead also gets opportunities to be with other people of interest so we design our curriculum like that and um, as i was mentioning earlier the seven areas that we have looked at are uh, relationships so we do lot of play cooperative play not competitive that's very important <laughs> in today's world where so much competition is there and uh, we have something called circle times right across from 6 years of age where every day children talk about what happened during the day about what kind of things happened with the teachers with children with their peers like more like emotions uh, looking at oneself inside as well as spaces to share conflicts uh, not just as a complaint class but let's let's say if you're looking at anger let's say when you're 12 and so even the teachers get angry the adults around them are also angry sometimes right upset so very much an enquiry together this is one area second is of course as is, as we mentioned earlier it's nature nature education has been a very very vital medium where we've all come together uh, so lot of time in a week around like 6 to 7 hours in a week is spent with time with nature of course because we're running farm children have opportunities to take part with the farm activities uh, which is very vital for us also because we grow our own food to an extent like 60 70% we grow our own food for all like 200 lunch everybody has together all the 200 people in the school as well as teachers as well as non teaching staff we have lunch together so uh, primarily because we grow our own food food which is sustainable so children are used to having millets and salads and we are encouraged to also collect things and make be part of little bit of cooking i wouldn't say the whole because it's very difficult to cook for 200 but definitely providing uh, every day there are duties and uh, because we have also uh, toilets which are eco friendly uh, so they have to maintain the toilets and then we have pit loos where you have dry compost toilets children because tiruvannamalai is a dry place <laughs> so we do encourage them uh, to use less of water and so that we can sustain ourselves better uh, so relationship with nature is very important for the children and uh, typically because we do the forestation on arunachala hill children also get to take part in the nursery activities but walking in the hill itself is so magical you know you have these beautiful visitors of birds like you have shama singing sometimes and then you have the spotted deer coming and going and then when you are having these solo times on the hill very quiet times even small children along with play 
they play with the stones and rocks and they build their own homes <laughs> with small children the older ones there's more like observations uh, spending alone times right they encourage to go on their own and be alone for some like 20 30 minutes or half an hour and then they share their observations sometimes we just quietly walk through the forest and scrub forest so these are encouraged a lot in nature observations what's very vital for us that everything we do like science and social studies because children are so alive with this we've observed a direct connection so like uh, typically this kind of example where uh, you know nadia one of the students who was a goat herder and there was another child who came from town from the city from chennai and she had no exposure to rock climbing and it was very nice to see how nadia would, would actually walk up like a mountain goat would help her so beautifully that the child actually gained confidence in two months and she would walk with nadia you know <laughs> not be teased or like you know sometimes you know urban kids come and they fall clumsily and everybody laughs at them you know but here because of the peer relationship that they were encouraged to do and same way nadia has learned a lot of english learned a lot of english from her peers because being a goat herder she didn't have opportunities at home but in school she gets to meet people so her spoken english was good and so she could communicate better so this kind of mutual learning happens organically and this happens in also in unstructured spaces like when they play football together and lots of girls now join football in the older boys with the older boys which is very nice to see like 16 and 17 playing together running and catching playing even hide and seek when they are 16 <laughs> i think that's something very beautiful i would say alive so now that we have said something very nice about nature i'm also saying that nature does offer challenges right it's not always beautiful and um and you have thorns and parents complaining about that and you have odd kind of uh, you know they tear their pants sometime coming from the rock or then sometimes they feel scared about you know climbing or they get really tired and in school many of the children are scared of snakes so we have all the poisonous snakes it's not like they coming all the time but that's just to be aware of that sometimes you know parents feel outdoor spaces there are concerns like that <laughs> so uh, but that's how we have coexisted the next one is that we are looking at cognitive skills of uh, because very varied backgrounds of children so you have original english speaking children and then you have second language learners then you have children who speak gujarati hindi so we have to look at language also right then you have children probably from in the uh, farmer community who speak very different tamil from a child who has probably come from a town or a city so even in tamil their own mother tongue there is a lot of difference also because we are completely bilingual we've managed to like do all the curriculum projects everything bilingually so it's not just only english that they do it in tamil also so the children who have come from probably like backgrounds of the west like coming from england or something also start to speak english <laughs> typically we have a child who came from spain and uh, speaks very good tamil now so both ways right so that's nice to see but there are also challenges for teachers because of that and not only just teachers for children that everything is quite individualized so you have to plan you know if you have an english class you can never have all the children at same levels 
anyway i mean schooling you have it's just a i think schooling itself is always in different levels but we just assume that <laughs> like monoculture everybody is at the same uh, levels it's never true right i mean it's just a utopia i think so in marudam because of the diversity it they make sure that like no teacher can go with that word complacence oh i figured it out kind of thing <laughs> there's always new challenges new surprises no you've done your history class and you think children have got the point and the next day you see they completely blank because it might not be uh, cultural i'll tell you an example there was alice and she did this beautiful yoga session with children about penguins and uh, and uh, i'm just checking can everyone hear me <laughs> suddenly i realize <laughs> can people hear me yes 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 ma'am no, got it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so uh, you had um, uh, yeah so you had uh, this girl uh, kavipriya from the village and she was she's never seen penguin like none of us i have not seen a penguin i mean apart from a a, a, a video or a documentary right we have not experienced penguins right so in the yoga class when she was asked to walk like the penguin she was like wondering what's happening <laughs> so then we showed her a clipping from david attenborough's movie and said this is penguin and then she was educated about that but i was just thinking so to do things culturally to start locally where you are anchored where you're grounded is very very fundamental philosophy for us so our cognitive thinking classes be it maths be it sciences be it craft be it art whatever we do we start with the local history what are you like you know you can have different family backgrounds but you need to embrace that first and touch about the prior learnings that the children have before we enter into something into an unknown area so to build with the known is something very important and concrete for children so all our curriculums have been designed like that when we go into the class at least we try it's not very easy but we try through teachers meetings and discussions bring that alive the fourth area is contemporary issues so we have right now the whole world has very important role of at least protecting what is left in the world right i'm talking about the whole environmental change which is the climate change that we are into in the middle of uh, the human species is into which has already been destroyed so much so seems like the future generations and we have such a role to play in at least protecting what's there right and for that we have to learn to be empathetic and sympathetic and i'm not saying sympathy alone i'm saying empathetic and sensitive and to which you need to be enjoying also what is beautiful and what contributions a fish or a tree or these breeze or the breeze that you enjoy the water that you've taken for granted the life also to understand the rich and the poor the the differences in ourselves and you know so the contemporary issues are there like you know garbage and plastic you, i mean all of us know no <laughs> so much but how do we do something together how do we make a positive response to this yeah it is depressing it is very sad right sometimes you know when children really hear the news and we see the pandemic you know that the kind of differences 
you know, it's not been very easy for people to deal with Corona and livelihood problems. But how do we then deal with something together, right? So that's something very important in contemporary issues. And so from uh, right from class, I would say six, we do have contemporary classes and we do discuss a lot about the issues, not just as an issue, but to understand the complexity of power equations, of whatever, gender sensitivity, very important, right? Women's role and how do we embrace all that, right? That's one area. Then we have history and we have body. Body and health, uh, all classes we do from very small age, three and a half, uh, till the age of 18, 19 children. And uh, body and health re uh, related to food and a lot of physical education. So get, they get eight to nine hours of physical education a week. Um, and then we talk about health and uh, different kinds of medicines, not just only the allopathy, but also looking at alternate medicines, but then also looking at the present system of medicines uh, and medication and things like that when they grow up, right? Uh, then we have arts and craft, uh, which has been very vital to work with hands. So children are like making knives and they make their own tools sometimes and they uh, stick the puncher for cycle sometimes, puncher workshops, but also a lot of crochet, basket making, stitching, tailoring, weaving, all this is happening. <laughs> so right through Corona, we managed to have a weaving center running. So a lot of children came and they were able to weave and do things with hands and has given them some meaning and uh, and one more area which the last of the areas of the seven which I have covered is is the area of history and I think today at times when we're so much encouraged to be what do you call like disconnected and separatism and consumerism growing and individualism being encouraged. Seems a social responsibility to understand our history at the right meaning. You know, what are the history of humankind which has caused us this kind of division? Yeah. What is that history which has taken us away If from what's that history which has taught us wrong things that we really believe and have wrong values and build our, <laughs> I don't know. So like history, to enjoy history, not this boring subject, seems important that very small age we do start with family history, your own history, myself, but then you build towards understanding world history and how decision makings are happening today very complexly at uh, uh, when you're 18 and 19. So I think I have said enough <laughs> for now. So uh, uh, yeah, thank you so much for this opportunity, Madhuri. Yeah, yeah, because I thought we could take the questions now. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I think that was like a trick to the eyes and the soul, the video that we saw now. Um, amazing work that these children and teachers are doing. Hats off to you, Purnima. We move on to the next round, which is the question and answer round. So our first question for the day, Purnima, is how do the students manage as pass outs entering into a more diverse world than your school? 
So uh, I would say that we've not had many pass out. <laughs> I should be honest. Uh, around uh, 15 children have pass passed out till now because when they started, they started very early in our school. Like in the beginning, there were uh, three years to 10 years. Our oldest was a 10 year old child, 11 years back. So we've had 15, uh, actually this year, another two. Yeah, we've had 17 children who have passed out. Uh, and uh, many people have chosen many things to do. Uh, but what has been important is if they are confident in what they're doing. Uh, one has gone to choose uh, gender studies in America. Two children have opted out of college. Uh, they did their IGCC A-levels and one did an NIOS, but they have said they want to do more ecology work. Uh, and so they've opted not to go to college and doing college by correspondence. Uh, so they want to do degree by correspondence. There's another child who has gone and joined the, you know, the Azim Premji uh, the, in Bangalore, the APU. Uh, so there he's gone, joined the humanities. Uh, we have one child who joined Chennai in Stella Maris with economics. Uh, there's a child who is doing his uh, with animals, like working with... Uh, snakes in the snake park in Chennai. Uh, also ha has opted to do uh, BCom by correspondence, but working a lot with snakes because that was his passion. Uh, there is There are two more children. One has chosen to do fashion designing, mm, was very interested in natural dye, but I don't know. I hope she'll get the right sub-fashion designing. Uh, there are Two, three, one has got to write, uh, got into an Ayurveda college in uh, Kerala. Mm, I think one other child has gone back to his village. Uh, he's doing afforestation in his village, uh, which is very next to Rishi Valley. Uh, the Rishi Valley school, his village, there was a boy who came from that village. And both the brothers have gone back to the village and started their own things like Maruda, which is beautiful to see. Uh, uh, and they've done a lot of, they've started afforesting and, and possibly he might take into art because he loves painting. Yeah, I mean, I'm just giving a glimpse. But what is important is that it is a diverse world. But are, the question is, are we leaving our children nurtured and confident uh, rather than competitive? I would say. Uh, let's say uh, that how do we define success? So what's been very important in Marudam is let's say a child who's going to APU now, this child, uh, who's joined for humanities, uh, has is enjoying his classes there. That's what I've heard. <laughs> and so the lecturers keep saying, oh, thank you that Nitya has come here and everything. But at the same time, what are his challenges? And uh, the challenges of this party culture in Bangalore, and it's been quite tough. It's not like that easy. Uh, but I also wonder, that doesn't mean that they have to not be part of group. The challenge of belonging somewhere, yet having the questioning space comes from confidence. So we hope that children actually learn to question the system, not in a, in what you call cynical way, but actually genuinely question what they feel is not all right, right? Uh, so it is, I would say when someone passes out, are they still connected to the school? Yes, we do keep in contact with them. There are always this, uh, <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, they're super dedicated. No, Ganesh. Yeah, they're super dedicated. And I love this Adim Premji University because they're very much like Marudam, you know, very open to integration and uh, lovely teachers. And it's really nice to see. And so some of the children are aspiring to do sociology from there. Uh, and uh, so it's nice. Uh, yeah, we're just looking at only thing is it's also sad that our colleges are not that dynamic not all colleges are that dynamic so for children who are aspiring to do very well in uh, higher uh, education also need that support to go to spaces which are nurturing and which strengthens their independent learning uh, sure. why can't sure. we have alternate schools like we have been hearing of in the mainstream how do we first how do we define mainstream right first let's understand that right mm -hmm. uh, we decide define mainstream do we define mainstream by all the people many of the people in the world are doing <laughs> like most of the people are part of is a society is that true though you know so are we contributing to the whole collapse of economic uh, uh, crisis today are we part of the whole globalization which has resulted in such large destructions are we part of uh, an uh, ever increasing like we have no fish in the pacific ocean we have like uh, you know 95 90% of our fish we have just over overfishing just by killing fish baby fish today we are left with we've destroyed 90 percent can you imagine like <laughs> is that mainstream is the choices that we make in everyday life uh, where like let's say a child wants to like pursue their own interests and then we we are like really scared about how secure it'll be what the child will do for future will they have a good what is called that uh, solid balance in their bank account uh, are we going to be building where we our own life is questioned and all the species are questioned? Are we going to build buildings which are going to last for another 200 years, 300 years for our children? So what is really a mainstream is the question, right? And if that comes, I would say alternate thinking, I think is very crucial in wherever. Let's say you're in a corporate job and still there is a possibility for uh, alternate thought a question, isn't it? Uh, uh, <laughs> so, isn't it? it isn't it? Uh, 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 so, the question is are the seeds that in our school of, uh, of uh, uh, questioning uh, sown when they're in school, or are we making the children shut up? Right? I think what should be nurtured is that the child should have, like you are fearless educators, the whole program here is of soulful, fearless educators. <laughs> so our children have to be fearless, right? Yeah. So I think definitely alternate thinking has a space in, in, in the mainstream. Uh, uh, it's very important that these souls are there to question, to really challenge the mainstream. We've seen n number of people you know, in the world who have changed, who are still changing the world. We can uh, imagine today women education would have not been possible if, you know, Savitri Bhai Phule was not there. Or so many people like today, yesterday, day, two days before there was this uh, Supreme Court judge who passed away in America, one of the most fabulous women. So there are so many people in the world who've contributed in so many ways that we have privilege today, right? 
So do we recognize those privileges? So our children should be able to be having gratitude towards the privileges and rights that we enjoy, right? And also question about the rights that have been violated or snatched from them. Like let's say a farmer today has been never recognized as a profession. It's a profession, like Mr. Sainath says, it's a profession. How can you just treat farmers as laborers, right? It's a beautiful a science by itself and they have learned through generations. So today, if you ask a child, they, they should say, I'm a farmer, right? They don't have to say, oh, I'm only a farmer. <laughs> so the whole mainstream food comes from land. Yeah, and if you don't have a connection to land, uh, <laughs> yeah, so if, if you don't dare to have connection with the land, then you're losing something. So I think children, rather than takers in today's world, should be givers. And there, I think alternate schools have a space in mainstream. And I think many mainstreams have started recognizing that. Don't you think that? Yeah. I think people have started really thinking about, is this whole system really working? Yeah. We've seen it collapsing. We've seen it in front of our eyes. And we can't just pretend that we're not seen. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we just have to nurture ourselves. We have to, like, support ourselves in our journey. And we definitely can have, and I'm very ready, as Marudam, we always say, we never want to uh, expand beyond 120 or 130 children. <laughs> but we like to support lots of things like Marudam, wherever we, you start. I mean, you can have your own name, your own philosophy, culture, but definitely we are very open to young people as well as whoever wants to start these small pockets in the middle of mainstream or inside the mainstream, but that alternate thinking or questioning mind has come. And please get in touch. We are always there together with you all <laughs> because it's not that we have figured out Never have, nobody has figured out any solution in this world. It's it's a utopia if you think, it's a false that if we can say that we have all the answers. But we, we can try. We can try to support. Yeah. Ma'am, please respond to the third question as well. Thank you. Yeah. So the third question is, what steps should be taken by common parent to make kids learn about the safety of the environment? Uh, what I mean, I think they wanted to say how they can be connected. <laughs> I would say many parents, you should start with the spiders in your house, the cockroaches in your house, the little plant that go, grows in your balcony, the one that you look around, a little nest, uh, the kite is building right down across the tree, across the road. Uh, the the uh, the pets and the animals that you have around. So the parents, you, uh, you, you don't need a forest for your child to learn. You need the connection yeah, to life. And if you're going to use all the pesticides all the time, insecticides and kill all the cockroaches, you will not be able to learn about the cockroach. <laughs> yeah. Ah, ooh, yucky. Look at the cockroach. If you keep shouting like that. <laughs> So I know it's uh, it's difficult because we're conditioned, but you know, in this whole uh, <laughs> uh, uh, disaster, 
of uh, of every time it's the cockroaches which have lived it's the insects which have lived for generations yeah and today uh, every every yeah you know such a beautiful thing uh, uh, someone has put posted very lovely to like uh, read all these postings that you're putting and i'm constantly reading them so beautiful so imagine your spider which is in your house right contributes to so much in symbiotic relationship it's at catching the small flies that go around your lizards are catching all the flies and the mosquitoes which are around the balance of nature right the frogs which are around so important the frogs are right uh, so you know you have all these visitors this one a beautiful uh, anecdote somebody wrote about the sparrows and pigeons which try to make a nest in the flats you know inside your uh, whatever you call the apartments and they are coming they are relating to you the crows <laughs> the most intelligent of animals really you can have a relationship with a crow right we've all experienced that yeah we don't need pedigree dogs you know you can relate to local dogs so what i mean is for children to be in touch with nature uh, and and start very small but it's wonderful time i would say <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. uh cycling i think it's very nice also <laughs> yeah please cycle especially in corona time <laughs> yeah so we welcome preeti lata choudhury as our uh, selected presenter for the day preeti has a question how do we relate responsibility to both both human and non human world and we have around 10 minutes and i would appreciate if you both of you could divide the time equally Yeah. So over to Preeti and Purnima for next ten minutes, five minutes each. Uh, good evening, everyone. Uh, respected uh, speaker, ma'am uh, Purnima Arun, uh, learned educators, and the members of Peerless Team. Uh, first of all, I would like to introduce myself. I'm uh, Preeti Lata Chaudhary, PGT Physics in NPS International School, Guwahati, Assam. uh it is a wonderful uh, experience today when uh, ma'am you have shared the life in marudam learning in a unstructured place with nature accepting the challenges of nature starting locally it's really wonderful thank you for such a great concept uh, our school is a school uh, international school but still uh, we also have the same thing like a uh, learning globally and going for a global exposure now today we have that how do we relate responsibility to both human and non human world i will uh, say in context of uh, like uh, the mainstream school even this can be done in mainstream uh, stream school also if we make our student understand the ecological ethics the ecological ethics means if we inculcate in our students that we must respect the nature we should not disturb the nature and we can start uh, 
even in our school if from a very young age our students are, are taught that you know like uh, small small things you put some grains in a plate or what some water in a bowl and keep in your balcony small birds will come they will love they will learn how to live in nature if we ask them that uh, whenever you have a special uh, day say your birthday or any good day plant one tree if you have space in your garden if you do not have a space in a tub also plant one tree sometime we can take our student uh, to a place to a small uh, rural area like ours is a city school still you know that uh, assam is a beautiful uh, place where uh, we have <laughs> of nature the beauty of nature when you started your video you have started with a song of uh, tribes of tea garden which is very our <laughs> place also ma'am uh, so even uh, in means the uh, stream school also we can uh, i feel uh, we can train them and i think this is our responsibility because we should not only go that uh, we'll have it's an international school so we'll only think of global citizen we must think for local identity uh, this is what uh, from my side ma'am <laughs> yeah uh, lovely uh, priti uh, hello hello ma priti uh, uh, lovely to actually meet a person like you yeah <laughs> because i ended saying that you know in the mainstream there are always lovely teachers right <laughs> so i think you are this lovely teacher for nature and i'm very happy to come in contact with you and i think uh, uh, we all have a part right and yes. uh, i as you said beautiful things that you shared i am in complete agreement with that yeah i also feel along with that priti uh, the marudam school for the mainstream schools for them we are making a ecological uh, uh, program for 16 years and uh, sorry 15 years 16 years 17 year old children mm -hmm. and we have put it up in uh, something called thinky fic in yeah. the you know this uh, in the net and already our four lessons are there uh, understanding power women and environment food module directly i think at the corona time i think you can access that priti if you're interested yes. uh it's it's open for everyone and we have made these modules where in mainstream schools children can actually and the educators can together learn together and do things lots of activities were put in there and things that are very relevant today in climate change so we need people like you and i'm sure like if you all just it's free open and you can design your own pace you can take it to however you want to and we are there for you you can take my mail id from uh, here yeah and please be in touch and we are very happy to be in touch with people like you one of the most beautiful places the east no <laughs> i've always wanted to visit the east right so it's such a beautiful uh, terrain uh, we all need to save right yeah thank you so much yeah we have 5 minutes with us precisely 5 minutes so uh, the floor is open to questions and answers if there's anybody uh namaste poonam 
This is Ganesh from uh, Chrysalis Chennai. Uh, I've been hearing a lot of stories about uh, Marudam. Unfortunately, when I okay. came to Marudam, I was not able to meet uh, you or Arun. You are not there at that point of time. Oh. Just close. So, yeah, I, I came through Gautama of KFI. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, ma'am, I have two questions to ask you. Uh, though uh, Marudam is situated in a farm, uh, Thirunamal is known for a lot of dense population, right? So, what is your relationship with the neighboring community? Not within your school, neighboring community. Uh, so actually, that's one. Uh, uh, second, uh, 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 yeah. yeah okay. The second question is, uh, I know that uh, Mardam uh, actually encourages a lot of uh, uh, children from diverse background, economic, social, cultural, yeah. religious background, right? right? Uh, looking at one common theme to to engage the children is extremely challenging. So how are you handling that? <laughs> so that's nice. Uh, the first question is like we are actually in a village Mundi, which is only five kilometers from the town but it's a little little quieter it's not as uh, as the town has you see in the Tirumanamalai town but we are very much closer to the Kanathamundi village and Panditapatta village very old village mm. so Ganesh uh, most of our many of our children also come from there and many of the people are working in the farm uh, also have their children studying in our school right so uh, also like people are building uh, alternate buildings or like in that way we are also supporting plus our, our own afforestation staff which does the afforestation on the hill also come from the neighboring community. We also have interfaces of health which we offer to the community. We have a lot of uh, like interactions with them about also the main interaction Ganesh which I think everybody should do is that we have a lovely cooperative store here. Okay. Where we uh, actually locally we buy the farm produce from the local farmers and then we use not only as school parents and school but also extend it to other communities which are interested. So always the farmers who are local are in contact with us and there is Kamalakanan and Karthik who are actually doing seed restoration with them for the varieties of uh, rice varieties and nathirkala, small uh, seedlings of vegetables. So the cooperative store is the most diverse uh, uh, thing. Now we also started afforesting the areas, the lakes, not just the hill. Uh, with the community, we are doing afforestation with children around the lakes with the indigenous uh, species of trees and plants. Second question is, uh, Ganesh, is that which you said, you know, for how do we find one thing? We don't need one thing. Our core has been the nature interface. Our core of uh, coming together has been definitely nature commitment, but also commitment to see social equality has been very part of big part of Marudam. Really, how do we work together? Our teachers are necessarily not always people who are coming from qualifications. We have Paraswamanna, who is much more a teacher than anybody who is a farmer. Plus Maslamanna, who is, knows so much Jayaka, who knows lots about trees in, uh, and afforestation. So children learn a lot from them also and like crafts and everything. But what I'm saying is that, that uh, the themes... As you said, I told you the seven areas in the beginning. I don't know if Ganesh, you heard that. Yeah, I was there. Yes, Those I was are there. very yes. core for us. Sure, sure. Yeah, the whole, uh, our whole timetable, like let's say in Marudam, one whole thing, which I also like learned from Jayashree, you know, Jayashree Nambia, along with Gautamana, because uh -huh. I was there with them, no? <laughs> yes, I yes. lived with them for 13 yes. years. In the, yes. in the, so Arun was there, my husband was there in the school. So basically the core area is that 
Jayashi said, no, you have equality in, 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 in what you provide in the timetable. So you have three hours of maths in a week. You have three hours of physical education, three hours of craft and art, three hours of social studies. Everything should be equal. Yeah, that's very important. I think in integration as well as in the equality that we give or the importance that a school gives in something, right? Like you have six periods of maths and if you give two social science, then something you're saying indirectly, <laughs> aren't you? <laughs> and even the physical period or, is somewhere taken away by math teachers sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. Ganesh, if you're a physical educationist, you should be fighting for your rights, right? Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what I'm saying is, why are we having so much fear, right? That at 11th and 12th, they start immediately like doing so much uh, intellectual rather than working with hands. You know, where is that balance? And we need to look at that, right? Right. Thank you. Thank you very much, everybody. The speaker for the day, Purnima, um, all the participants, the presenters, the sponsors. A very big thank you to everybody. I think there was uh, there's too much on our plate now, Purnima, to think, ponder, <laughs> and see how we implement yeah. it in our schools because they're very different. Most of us are not maybe in alternate schools. So, but there are so many things that we've learned from you this evening, which we can integrate even with the mainstream schools. Thank you very much. A great evening to one and all. Sure. Bye -bye. sure. Uh, I think it's nice for mainstream school to look at Thinky Fig that we have put now as a curriculum. It's wonderful for mainstream schools also. Yeah. So sure. I thought if you can approach me, uh, we can also send you our newsletters and you can have a look at that. Right. Yeah. Fantastic. So we have your email ID right here. Great. Great. Thank you so much, right. Madhuri. Nice Thank to know you, you all. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs> have a great evening. Yeah. All Bye. Yeah, have a great evening. Bye.